And then Luke, the 16th chapter. We're going to be reading three portions of scriptures today, two right from the outset, right from the beginning. The first two will be Deuteronomy 8, 2, then Luke 16, verse 19, through. As we remain standing for the reading of the Word of God. You have it? Let's begin reading verse 1. There's promises there. Be careful to follow every command. Deuteronomy 8, 2 is the key verse, but we're going to read verse 1. Be careful to follow every command I am giving you today so that you may live and increase and may enter and possess the land that the Lord promised uh, on oath to your fathers, forefathers. Remember how, remember, that's what we're going to be dealing with today. We're going to have communion. Remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the desert these 40 years to humble you and to test you in order to know what was in your heart, whether, it, whether or not you would keep his commands. Luke 16. Beginning in verse 19. And this is a scripture that uh, I believe it was Max Lucado, no, excuse me, uh, uh, Rich Wilkinson spoke from, Bruce Wilkinson spoke from yesterday when he spoke to the country. It says, there was a rich man who was dressed in purple and fine linen and lived in luxury every day. Remember, there's a difference between prosperity and luxury. At his gate was laid a beggar named Lazarus, covered with sores and longing to eat and what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs came and licked his sores. Time came when the beggar died, and the angels carried him to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried in hell, where he was in torment. He looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side. So he called to him, Father Abraham, have pity on me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue because I am in agony in this fire. But Abraham rep replied, son, remember, that's what we're going to be dealing with, it's the worm that never dies, memory. Remember that in your lifetime you received your good things while Lazarus received bad things. But now he is comforted here and you are in agony. And besides all this, between us and you is a great chasm that has been fixed so that those who want to go from here to there cannot, nor can anyone cross over from here there to us. He answered, then I beg you, Father, send Lazarus to my father's house, for I have five brothers. Let him warn them so that they will not come to this place of torment. Abraham replied, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. No, Father Abraham, he said, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. He said to him, if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be convinced even if someone rises from the dead. Father, we pray, Lord, for this communion service that we would remember you and forget not your benefits as a nation, as a people, as individuals and as us that have set aside this Sunday morning to glean from your word. We honor you and we bless you as you bless your word once again in your name and everybody together said, greet one another one more time with the love of the Lord prior to your being seated. Praise God. 
Do you remember, doing it with memory already, do you remember the name of God that was given by God to Moses? What did he say his name was? I am. The title of my sermon is, and there's a, there's a phrase that a lot of people use, that's what I'm using here today. I think, therefore, I am. But it's a play with words here today. I think, therefore, God. God, I am. When we use our memory the right way, the correct way, we'll always think about God. Years ago when we started our ministry, we would go to different neighborhoods. I remember going to Dakota the first time. And we ever, if we ever write a book about this church, we probably will. Uh, uh, th- this will be in the book. Because we had a, a bullhorn. Like the man that said yesterday at the, at the church in New York, he went and got his bullhorn. As soon as he saw the things co- collapsing, he went and he started telling people, come to church, come to church. And they went in by the hundreds. And he prayed with them for about 15 minutes and he kept having hundreds and hundreds of people come in in chapters. But we got a bullhorn. We went in Dakota. And some of you remember, most of you will not. To, to, to us, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's quite a phrase. I remember we grabbed the mic the bullhorn, we said, Dakota, we're here. How many remember what was that? To make you think about God. Because trust me, Dakota was not thinking too much about God back in the day. Uh, they do now. We've had so many pastors uh, and all kinds of other people are going to different churches throughout now that grew up in that area. We're going to be dealing with memory. Because, see, memory is a very, very powerful and potent force. Need to remember that. Hallelujah. Ah, see, I'm already messing with you. Memory is not boxed in, nor is it limited by either time or space. So you ever been with me in funerals? Sometimes I'll say, you know, use the good memories about the individual that passed away. Think about the, all the good stuff. See, memory is a very potent force. It's not boxed in by, uh, you know, by time or by space. Memory also, I would say, is very, very quick, very fast. It can cover 40 years or 4,000 miles uh, in nothing flat. We can go from here, we can, we can go in 4,000 miles like that to New York. It's fast. Matter of fact, memory is even stronger than death. That's what Luke 16 is talking about here. The worm that never dies is memory. Talks about that in the book of Revelations. Uh, see, because the Bible says there that Nazareth and the rich man died, but memory was still very much alive. It's not only quick and powerful and fast, but it's also eternal. The memory. Uh, thus, we will always be able to remember, to utilize our memory. See, the mind is quite a powerful thing. Scientists, scientists say that the mind holds everything that it sees or everything that it hears forever locked in its memory. Everything, everything. Everything you ever saw, everything you ever heard, it's locked in your memory. That's why, you know, when our children were growing up, matter of fact, before they were, well, they were sort of like growing up, even when they used to be in their mother's womb, I remember their mother. Remember their mother. Uh, We would play kitty Christian music to them, even while they were inside. Uh, they came out humming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Uh, but we, we, we really did that. 
You remember, we did that. We, and then when they were kids, they'd be there in their crib. We'd be playing Christian music to them. Why do you think they love music so much? Hallelujah. Uh, my kids, all three of them love music. Because you retain that. Okay? Now, even theologians, that's what scientists say, but even theologians believe that the books of judgment that are going to be opened to all of us on judgment day is going to be the book of memory. That's what they believe. Because it's right there already. You recorded it all. And God's going to record, bring it all to your remembrance, the things that you went through. See, where everything has been recorded in your mind anyhow. But the key thing is how we use this powerful thing called memory. That's the key. How we utilize it. How we use it. We can either use it for the good or we can allow it to be used for the bad. Even for evil. Memory, when it's used correctly and rightly, it can play a part of a guardian angel. Helping us and protecting us and even putting us, you know, back on the right path should we falter. It can be used like your guardian angel. Some of you are here today because you want to remember God and it can bring you back. Take me back. Ever heard that song by Andre Crouch? Take me back, dear Lord, where I first received you, where I first remembered, where I first believed. That song was written about Victor Outreach, by the way. Some of you know I've told you, but many of you don't. But that song is about Victor Outreach Ministries because that's where Andre dedicated his life. Totally did. And now he's a pastor. Uh, but he, he wanted to go back to the street meetings with Pastor Sonny. That's what he's talking about in that song. Uh, memory can bring you back to the right path. But when we misuse memory, it can turn that very angel that helps you into an enemy, into the devil. Uh, it'll mess with you. See, some of the best qualities and some of the best attributes in life, like memory, can either be used for the good or they can be used for the bad. Memory is a very powerful force. They can be used for good or bad, but there's other qualities and traits and characteristics in life that can be used for good and bad. Take, for instance, courage. Courage can be used for the good. Ah, I think, I guess it's today's Mexican Independence Day. You know, what would they say? You know, Viva Villa or stuff like that. Yeah, courage. You know, I think Pancho Villa is the last guy to hit America. Uh, remember the Alamo. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, what a guy. Uh, but, you know, they're all, all that, that independence. Hey, courage can be used for the good. I mean, we're going to take in the world for Jesus. We're, I mean, this is courage right here. You know, we can. This is, this is, and I said this yesterday as I dismissed in prayer. I said, we're dealing with people. If you belong to United We Can, you're, you're, you're saying you're resolute. You're saying, hey, we're going to take the world uh, for Jesus. Uh, we're going to go to every, every inner city in this planet for Jesus. And then some, hallelujah. Uh, that's resolute. Uh, and, and that's what we belong to. We're, we're, you know, we, we believe in that. So you can be very courageous. This is a sign of courage. Uh, giving my dollar a day and getting in a plane, going, and, 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 and you know, we, we just came back from South Africa. That took some courage. When we got there, it took a lot of courage. Right, Bernard? We didn't know what we were getting into, but we, we oh, yeah, let's go. Until we got there, we said, oh, Jesus, people are dying here. Uh, and we were living in the hood. Oh, wow, we, were, we were right there, Mitchell's Plains. Wow, 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 make it plain. Wow. Uh, so courage can be used for the good, but it can also be used for the bad. Especially, and I've used this illustration before, as far as I think the reason a lot of you were drug addicts, and me too, because we had courage. They say, oh, don't use the needle. Oh, don't take a talk. You're talking to me? Who's afraid of the big bad wolf? The big bad wolf. I'll take a puff. I'll take a puff. Uh, 
You know, we, 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 we think we're bad. So courage can be used for the wrong. Hey, I ain't afraid of the needle. Come on. See? See? You weren't afraid. So courage can be used for good and bad, but so can memory. It's the very same way. Ah. See, memory is a very, very powerful force. See, the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, as a man thinketh or believeth or remembereth in his heart, so he is. <clears throat> memory is so very powerful. So you are. Thus, how what we remember is so very important. See, it is no small wonder that God continually is asking us to remember. Understand what I just said there. It is no small wonder that God is continually telling you and I, remember, remember, remember. The book of Deuteronomy, when you read it there, it talks a lot about remembering. Uh, come, bring this into your remembrance. Uh, see, to, to use our memory is to use it for the good. Okay, and again, the book of Deuteronomy reminds us that people have a tendency to forget. <clears throat> What's the most famous poem I ever wrote? The sun sets. Oh, how easy. One forgets. What a poem. Oh, somebody should do something with that. Uh, the sun rises, the sun sets. Oh, how easy. One forgets. That's a deep poem. Let me explain it to you. It's talking about in one day you can forget about everything. Because uh, I remember walking home when I was, uh, before I was saved. Oh, God. I would say, talk, try to talk to God because I was brought up Methodist. I hate myself. I hate what I did today. I turned on this person and that person to drug. Oh, my God. I stole this. I did that. I was terrible. What a terrible. I hate my, I don't want to do that no more. I'm going to quit. Then the sun would set. Matter of fact, the sun had already set hours before I got home. <laughs> then I'd get up in the morning. And I'd say, who was that masked man? Nah, I didn't say that. In one day, you can forget all kinds of stuff. The sun rises, the sun sets. Oh, how easy one forgets. It's easy to forget. But God's telling us, remember! It's a very powerful force. Utilize your memory, but utilize it for the good, not for the bad. Uh, even the feasts and the celebrations that are found in the Old Testament scriptures, especially within the pages of Deuteronomy, these feasts and these celebrations, they're given by God in order to help us to remember. What do you think we're going to have the banquet on October the 8th? You better be there. It's a time of celebration. It's a time to remember all of his benefits and what he's done for us. Oh, when I think about what he's done for me. Hallelujah. Uh, that's why I don't get all bent out of shape when people get all excited. I've said it before, man. Some of you, you know, you get, you get saved. No, no, oh my God, what's wrong with that guy? But when you were watching Soul Train, you never got in the TV and told the people to shut up. You thought that was bad. You did. You wish you could do it. You can. I can. You know. Uh, I wish I could do it. I had three left feet and two left arms. That's real bad. Uh, that's no symmetry at all. Uh, aye, aye, aye. But now we're Christians. We say, man, look at that guy. Oh, when I think about. Uh, I overdosed on heroin nine times. Oh, when I think about. Use it for good. Turn it on the devil. Let's keep going over here. Hallelujah. Even Christ himself, when he was sitting and eating the final meal, uh, the feast of the Passover, he goes on and he tells us these words in the book of Luke. Take, eat. This is my body. Drink this cup. This is my blood. Then he goes on to say, do this in. That's what we're going to do today. Remember the Lord. Uh, see, even the most honored and the most revered service 
that the church celebrates, the communion, the Lord's Supper, is given that we would remember. But why? Listen to me. Why if scientifically we really don't forget anything, then why is God always telling us to remember? Because scientifically, they says we remember everything. Or we should. We have everything stored up over here. Why then does God tell us, if scientifically we have everything stored up here, why does he tell us uh, to be remembering? Well, I believe, because while scientifically we can remember everything, practically we forget so much. Practically. Esteban. Right? You, remember, you know what I'm going to say right now. He, he's used to those words. Where's your jacket? Some of you that have been a part of the church, you, you understand what I'm talking about. And this guy was a kid. You know. <laughs> I started buying him the cheapest jacket at Kmart. Because you know, if I get him something nice, at pennies or, you know, Macy's or something, he's going to lose it. He's going to lose it. See, practically speaking, scientifically, he remembers where he put it, according to scientists. Ah, but not according to his mom and I. Uh, uh, the sun rises, the S-O-N sets, hallelujah. Oh, how easy the sun forgets, hallelujah. <laughs> uh, how many married men have forgotten their wife's birthday? Or their anniversaries. Ah. Those of you that used to be Chicano power, you forgot today was Mexican Independence Day. I did. I did. Ah, practically speaking over here. Hallelujah. Thank God for forgiving wives. Hallelujah. Ah. Ah, yeah, yeah. We can even forget God. America's forgotten God. Practically speaking, you can forget about God. God with the wind. Turn him off. See, my friend, again, since the power of memory is so important, so powerful, since it can either, you know, cause so much good or so much bad or evil, we need to sometimes or oftentimes be reminded of so many things. We got to be reminded. Ah, there's so much practical good to utilizing our memory. And sometimes we need to be pushed to remember. We gotta be pushed to remember. That's what God does in the word of God. He's pushing us to remember. I bring you unto remembrance, brethren. Uh, have you ever needed a certain thing? Then you remember you have one somewhere. But where is the thing? And it costs bucks. So you're really looking. Man, man, where is that thing? Just go buy one. No, 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 no. I know where I put it. No, 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 no. And you're looking hither and thither. Man, 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 man. See, see you're from the hood. You ain't got the luxury of, you know, just dishing out the bucks. Man, I know. I know I put it someplace, man. But then you can't find it. So what happens? You got to go spend money 
to go buy the thing. But if you could have been able to, you could have saved some bucks. That's the good use of memory. Uh, some of you men, I wish, I, I, ladies, marry a husband that has a good memory. Hallelujah. I'm going to save you some money. <laughs> uh, see, but what I'm trying to say practically right here is that you lose out. You lose because you lost your memory. So you lose out when you don't utilize it correctly. Uh, see, memory is such a valuable tool and such a valuable weapon as well. That's the reason why Sunday morning worship services are so very important and vital. Uh, because it causes us to remember God upon the first day of the week. Uh, the Bible says, only a fool is in his heart. There's no God. See, the fool is utilizing, he's trying to blind out his memory. He's trying to say, there's no God, there's no God, there's no God, there's no God. Uh, he's trying to tell himself and remind himself, oh, there's no God. He's blotting out his mind, his memory of God. This fool has doomed himself by the wrong use of memory. That's what has happened to him. He's using memory the wrong way. So he's dooming his very life and his very soul. Uh, but we can bless ourselves uh, by utilizing memory the right way. That will keep him, the Bible says, in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, on God. I think, therefore, I am. When I think about him, think about God. So important. I mean, America's thinking about God here today. Uh, ever since Tuesday morning, they'd be, they'd be thinking about God. God, why? God. I'm going to be dealing later on with answers. Uh, not today. Uh, next Sunday, I have a sermon entitled, I already put the sermon out yesterday. Uh, next Sunday morning, invite somebody. We're going to be talking about a sermon entitled, It's Me. God gave me the sermon yesterday. It's me, O oh Lord. Standing in need of prayer. Not Iraq. Not Kosovo, not Indonesia. It's me, O oh Lord, standing in need of prayer. Uh, not Chechnya, not Russia. Uh, not India, not, you know. But it's me, O oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. It's America. And we're going to be covering that next Sunday. And we're going to be dealing, I, I love, to, my, some of my favorite sermons that I like are the ones on suffering. I like, I like God has answers. But today... People are saying, how come God? Well, today I'm going to, you know, sometimes Billy Graham even said it two days ago at the, at the prayer meeting there in Washington. He says, even myself, I don't know. That's Billy Graham talking. But today I'm going to ask you a question, and you have the answer. Sometimes God, you can't, you can't see him, but you can see yourself. I'm asking you a question that you can come up with the answer. Why have we forgotten God? And you can come up with that answer. Okay, now, let's get close to closing here because we're going to take communion. What are some of the rewards and the benefits of using memory in the right, correct way? Benefit number one, I'm going to give you three, then we're going to close. Benefit number one of using memory the correct way is gratitude. Uh, there's a right, that's the right use of memory. And the right use of memory makes the heart grow grateful when you use memory the correct way. Your heart becomes grateful, heart of gratitude. That's what I said. Oh, when I think about what he's done for me, I get, you know, a heart of gratitude. To be thankless is to be joyless. That's what it is. If you don't think about God, you're not going to be joyful. A lot of people that are, you know, what did my wife just say? Hey, he's got it all in his, under control. He got the whole world in his hand. He got the whole world. See, when you think about him, he, 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 you're joyful now. 
Ah, he got you and me, brother. In his hands, he got you and me, sister. He's going to be all right. Ah, atomic bomb? Hey, we got the bomb at the La Pineda. Hallelujah. Ah, ah. See, thankfulness is actually a sign of maturity, of growing up, because it's appreciation. Don't you have to go to the banquet? That's maturity. Some of you that's $80. No, it's maturity because you're growing up. You're, you're thankful. Uh, can you know you got to get together and appreciate what God has done for us? For getting out all of his benefits these last 20 years. Uh, see, babies don't appreciate. See, so appreciation is a sign of maturity. Thankfulness and gratefulness is a sign of maturity. Babies don't care. Yeah. They don't care. They, if they want a bottle, they, they don't care if they're in the middle of, 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 of the shopping mall at in noonday with a crowd. If they ain't got the bottle, they're going to cry. Huh? If they have to do, or if they've done, if they've done, they're going to cry. If they need a burp, they're going to cry. They don't care where they're at. They're, they don't appreciate. Uh, they don't care. The book of Psalms that was written by David has a great number of thankful and appreciative statements in it. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not none of his benefits. See, what David was saying was that by thinking, you start thanking. When you think about him, you thank him. Uh, thinking produces thanking. But if you're all bummed out, you're not thinking about God. You're all under yourself. <laughs> you little baby. <laughs> uh, no, to remember is to be grateful. See, my friend, when we don't thank, then we believe that all that we have received, all that we have gotten was due to our, our greatness, our genius, our talent, like a, a lot like America. Uh, and that's to be conceded. Did you know that when the Titanic was launched out of England to come over here in its maiden voyage? I only had one voyage too. That the, 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 the uh, people that created the Titanic, that built it, and they have photographs to prove this. Uh, when, when they broke it, when they slanted off, they, they, they raised their fists like that to God. And said, look what we have done. This is insinkable. Look what we have done. Uh, sometimes we're like that. Ungrate. Ungrateful. No, to think is to thank. See, we can easily forget... Who gave us all that we have? We can easily forget those who have helped us to get to where we are. We need to use memory in the correct way. See, by not remembering and thus forgetting, we have no one to thank but ourselves. That's conceit. Number two, the second thing that good, using memory in the correct way helps is it gets rid of fear. It gets rid of fear. See, remembering brings on faith. Remembering helps fight fear and worry and doubt and anxiety when you remember what God has done for us. It can bring on confidence and courage. Look at Matthew 16, verse 5. See, in the Bible, Christ fed the multitudes, but the disciples forgot, and their faith began to waver because they forgot to remember. Let me show you. Matthew 16, beginning in verse 5. 
got to use memory the correct way. Matthew 16, beginning in verse 5. Do you have it? So remembering can help get rid of fear and bring on faith. Matthew 16, 5 says, When they went across the lake, the disciples, what? Forgot to take bread. Be careful, Jesus said to them. Be on your guard against the use of the Pharisees and Sadducees. They discussed this among themselves and said, It is because we didn't bring any bread. A word of the discussion, Jesus asked, Ye of little. And what's the opposite of faith? Fear. Why are you talking among yourselves about having no bread? Do you still not understand? Don't you? Don't you? The five loaves for the 5,000 and how many basketfuls you gathered? Or the seven loaves for the 4,000 and how many basketfuls you gathered? How is it you don't understand? See, they'd forgotten. And so when they forgot, they became fearful. But when you remember what he's done for you, it can combat fear. Ah. <laughs> See, those of you that are going through some valleys and difficulties and difficult times today, to you I say, go visit your yesterdays. Because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Use your memories, your good memories of what he's done for you. Ah. I mean, God been very, very good to me. Whenever I get down, this is because of this. And I get down every now and again and sometimes. Not too much, but I do. Uh, but I know how to combat this. No, 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 no. Man, look what he's done for me. Uh, some of you say, well, I wasn't a drug addict. Well, you're going to the same hell that I was going to. Don't forget that. Ah, uh, yes, you were. Then thirdly, remembering also can bring on repentance. Revelation 2 Chapter 2, talking to the church in Ephesus. It says, remember, repent, and return. See, the prodigal son was brought back home, brought back to God because he remembered. Uh, he remembered. He remembered that he had it better in his father's house. So I remember I had it better in my dad's house. Why am I doing that here? See, the prodigal son, he didn't leave home, you know, because he didn't like his father. And he left home because he wanted to be free, he thought. I'll be free. No, 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 no. No, no, that's another story. That's another story. But I'm not going to deal with it. It's not free. Uh, you're not free. You're in bondage without Christ. But then I remembered I had it better at dad's pad. I will arise and I will go back to my father. And I will, I'll tell him, you know what, I'll, I'll do anything. I'll just, I'll, I'll just, I'll just, I'll clean the toilets. I just want to be home. I just want to be home. I want to be free and secure and happy, content. Just, you know, a day in the, my father's court is better than a thousand. Ah, he remembered. But memory also, not only will it cause you to repent, memory is a preventative. Those of you young people that have been serving God all these years and you want to go out and party and whatever, and want to get a testimony, that's, that's not true. See, memory is a preventative. You don't got to go out there. The book of Ecclesiastes, the preacher says, and he talks to young people, to the youth, and he gives them some great advice. He says, remember now, remember now your creator uh, in the days of your youth. This is a verse of prevention. In other words, yes, it's great to, to see the prodigal return home, but it's much, much, much greater for the prodigal to have never known about the pigsty. 
It's much better. Remember now, young people. Oh, in the days of your youth, the Lord Almighty. Oh, see, the best use memory to help you, to keep you from the far country. You don't want to go to the far country. You don't want to go there. Uh, what did the thief on the cross say? The one that repented. Remember me. I've taught on the word remember. And I'm going to finish with this here before we remember the Lord in communion. The word remember doesn't have too much to do with the mind. But it can. Because it, it, it means to regather scattered things that have been scattered. Things that have been gone. Remember. Some of you today, you were coming and you belonged to God. But you've scattered yourself. Well, today you can remember yourself. You can become a member of the body of Christ once again. You can partake of communion. Because you'll be a member of the body of Christ. Remember. In other words, you remember, but not, not, you're not a member now. But you can remember yourself. To regather scattered thoughts. To regather scattered people. That's what the, that's what the thief on the cross said. Remember me. Take me back. Dear Lord, where I first received you. I want to get back to where I belong. The far country is not what it's all cut out to be. I thought, I believed, I... You thought wrong. But remember what God can do for you. America needs to remember God. We need to get back and remember ourselves to the, to the body of Christ, to the church of Jesus Christ. I think, therefore, God... I want every head bowed and every eye closed. Remember me. How can I forget his goodness? How can I forget his love? He satisfies. He satisfies my desires. As every head is bowed and every eye closed. I want to pray for those of you here this morning that you want to be ready to take communion. You want to ask God to remember you. Forget me not, Jesus. Pass me not, O oh gentle Savior. Do not pass me by. While on others thou art calling. Do not pass me by. Here am I. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, I want to pray for those of you that need prayer here this morning. You want to remember God that he would remember you. As every head is bowed, once again, as every eye is closed, you say, Brother Steve, this sermon was for me. I need to use memory in the right capacity, in the right direction, the right way, for God's benefit and for my benefit, for the benefit of people that I come in contact with. If that's you, you want me to pray for you? I'm going to ask you very quickly from all of those places to lift up your hand and quickly put it down. 
God bless you. 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 You can put your hand down. God bless you. You can put your hand down, sir. God bless you. God bless you. Up here in the front. God bless you there on this side. Many, many hands have gone up, but I believe there's more. See, I want to tell God to remember me. If you haven't lifted your hand yet, but you want to do so now, you want to be included in this prayer, I'm going to ask you, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Lift up your hand, God bless you, so you can put it down. God bless you, young lady, God bless you, sir, God bless you there in the back. God bless you, young lady, you can put your hand down. Many hands have gone up, many hands have gone up, but I believe there could be more. Utilizing memory to a key capacity, to its fullness. Oh, when I think about God, I can't help but break and come and bow down in His presence. Anybody else, this is my last call. You want to be included in this prayer. Quickly lift up your hand and quickly put it down if you haven't done so yet. Then we're going to pray. Let's all stand. I'm going to ask those of you that raise your hand very quickly, please. Very quickly, step out of your seat and come and stand at this altar. Then I want to have you return because we're going to take communion. Very quickly, come and stand at this altar. Let me say a prayer for you.